It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Who will be in Auburn's 2024 recruiting class? What will we tell you on today's Locked On Auburn? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining us as he does every Tuesday, Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. And we will discuss Auburn's role in SEC media days coming up as well as some exciting news with Bryce Kane and Jalen Crawford. But first things first, we're rolling out Charlie Five's Mock 2024 Class 1.0. Can we make this a thing? 1.0. Well, we're going to tell you um, who we think, specifically Charlie Five, thinks will be in Auburn's 2024 class. So as we get this conversation rolling, Charlie Five, Auburn currently has 10 commits in the 2024 class. Do you have all of them staying in your final class? Yeah, I think as as of now, I, I would I'm just going to keep say they're all they're if you're committed if they're committed right now, they're all going to be here. Got it. Okay. All right. So we'll go position by position. We'll start with offense. Quarterback, obviously, Walker White is committed. Yeah. That's probably it, right? You feel good that that's it. Yep, that's it. Okay. Running back, we have Jamarian Burnett, who's already committed. Does yep. Auburn have another running back in the 2024 class? Uh, I think so. I think so. I think they want to get. I think they want to get someone a little bit of a different skill set, uh, and you can kind of look at some of the guys that are targeted. Um, but one, this very inter- interesting prospect. He's popped up later, and he's coming for Big Cat Weekend. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he got. You know, I think he's already gotten the offer. I wouldn't be shocked if you know they hit it off on the visit. He's committed to Louisville uh, currently. He's from Georgia, uh, Duke Watson. Um, I, I would not be surprised to see if he the, if he is our second running back. Uh, okay, so you've got him in the in in this class. Yes. Okay. I think All we right. flip him from. I think we end up flipping him from Louisville. Okay. Let's move to the offensive line. Currently, no offensive linemen are committed in this class. I don't love that. Most Auburn fans don't like that. It's tough. How many offensive linemen are in your first mock twenty twenty four class? So the offensive line class is going to be a little bit different because I don't know that I'm going to have four specific names, but I still think we're going to come away with at least four guys. And I think two of those are going to be Reese Baker okay. and DeAndre Carter. Reese Baker's from Madison Academy. Um, and then DeAndre Carter is probably the top ranked guy that we have that we're after. He's out of California. Um, there's some Birmingham family connections with Carter. I think he's in our class. And then offensive line is just different um, because if, if you look at our traditional recruiting area this year, four-star or better players in Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, in uh, Tennessee, there's like eight. Okay, yeah. there's just, It's a down offensive line year. So there's going to be a lot of long evals, I think. There's going to be a lot of guys that they're going to take uh, into the season some three-star guys that they're going to evaluate. And there could be some dudes, you know, hey, Georgia's got six offensive tackles. Like maybe there's one of those you could get, you could, you know, make sure. lists. 
I think you're gonna. I think they're gonna ultimately sign four dudes. I'm just not quite sure that we or anybody really knows who those last two names are. I don't think there are any names that we've seen on any boards. For the but sake th- of the, for the sake of the exercise, let's throw two out there. Is Jamison Riggs one of them, or you think he goes elsewhere? Jamison's on the on the list. I think that one will be one that goes the distance. Um, okay. I, I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure that that's going to be. Some, you, you, that could be one that he could commit to Georgia Tech, and then you've you know put the pressure on and flip as you sure. evaluate him longer. But uh, I just really don't. Honestly, I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're going to take less than four guys. But uh, I just don't know who those last two could be. I think they're going to. I think there's going to be some high school guys uh, that they evaluate, and I've heard there's there's some possible flip candidates that there are that are at least listening, um, and that we don't really know yet. Yeah, I mean, you'll see JUCO guys kind of trend late as well that have a good season. You know, we saw that with Xavier Miller. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, and then. Wide receiver, obviously Bryce Kane. Bryce Kane, kind of the middle of a cool story. We'll discuss him later. Um, how many other receivers? Obviously, people want you to say Cam Coleman. People want you to say Perry Thompson. Where are you with these wide receivers? I think we ultimately take three. Um, I'm going to be honest. I had Coleman in my first cl- first class along with everybody else. I I don't ever see that being an issue. I don't ever see that being a possibility. Like, don't like, I, I don't know that I would get my hopes up that there, there's something could come around. I don't know that if Jimbo got fired, that could be an option. So I, I think that ship has sailed. Because I, the assumption that the NIL is so strong? No, I think there's probably some, I think there's some, a little bit of personal rub there. Uh, I think okay. there were things that were, that were done in, the, in that recruitment, things that were said to people. That I, I I'm not sure that that one would be that that'll be an, uh, a possibility uh, down the road, regardless of what happens to Jimbo Fisher. So Got it. Okay. my other two receivers, I have. I mean, I really, I mean, maybe this is just wishful thinking. Maybe I'm bugging, but I just feel like the Perry Thompson stuff is real. Me I too. think he's interested. If um, it's not real, it is so well orchestrated. It's crazy. It's way it's way worse than the Cam. Coleman thing. This one, this was the one where I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it would be a troll that he didn't really benefit a lot from. I guess because mm-hmm. it, it's not like it's to a whole bunch of people. He's not out there pumping up. I mean, necessarily pumping up Auburn in the public. But I don't know. I think you got Perry Thompson and then a guy like Malcolm Simmons uh, from Alexander City that yeah. opened up a spot after the Cam Coleman debacle. That switched quick. Uh, as soon as the Cam Coleman thing uh, happened, his name popped up. He committed to coming to Big Cat Weekend, and some are even saying, "Hey, maybe on the look at watch, watch out for him uh, on Big Cat Weekend." So mm-hmm. those are three guys, three different skill sets. All of them could be, I think, very, very good players. All right, let's round out the offense. I, I haven't really seen a whole lot about us pursuing tight ends, but yeah. any any names there. No, I think we we have Collins, and I think that's probably who we're going to roll with. Yep, fair enough, fair enough. All right, we will flip to the defensive side of the ball in just a moment as we continue Charlie Five's 2024 Mock Class 1.0. We discuss in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs are the most comfortable pair of shorts you could possibly imagine. Look, it's hot, Charlie Five. It is very, very hot outside, but if you wear bird dogs, it gets a little bit cooler, mm. but you look better, right? Like You oh, yes. look better. 
And so it's comfortable, but let's be honest, if you're anything like us, you're somewhat vain. And so you want to look good sporting these things, and bird dogs can certainly certainly help you out. You don't even have to wear underwear. No, if you get the ones with a liner, right. (laughs) Absolutely. So if you see me and my bird dogs, you know what's going on. But head over to birddogs.com slash locked on college to enter promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. With your order, that's birddogs.com slash locked on college or promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. <laughs> the NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Charlie Five, Auburn message board legend, hanging out with us today. All right, let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Defensive line, we got our first guy, Malik Blockton. Very, very excited about him. I think he offers um, some cool versatility at the next level down the road once he kind of develops into an SEC defensive lineman. What other defensive linemen do you have in your first mock class? Yeah, so I think you're going to add three total of interior uh, interior Count, guys. Counting Blockton or in addition to Blockton? No, counting Blockton. I think so three, three, three total including Blockton, Blockton signs. And I think you're going to get a guy, probably someone like TJ Lindsey, uh, another guy that's similar to Malik Blockton. Dude plays at IMG, so you know he can play. Uh, I think he's coming for Big Cat Weekend. Um, uh, I like – he's another guy that I think has good upside, good frame, like uh, like Malik, kind of has some really good offers, but re- kind of under the radar a little bit. Okay. Uh, I like him. And then um, the big the big one I feel like is going to be one of uh, Kamarian Franklin or like LJ, LJ McRae, guys that you can kind of – a defensive line is also a down class in our traditional recruiting grounds – um, so I think you're going to play that you're going to see us maybe play the long game with, with those two guys. And, you know, maybe you get, I think Camarion's coming in before big cat weekend. So maybe, maybe you can get him in early or you can at least make him wait and listen uh, yeah. and, and turn the heat up as it gets closer. I would lean towards Franklin being the guy that you land between between him and LJ McRae. But um Franklin's like he's a five star on some some list on some right, so so give me give me your three defensive linemen in your class. So you've got Blockton. Yeah Blockton, Lindsay and Franklin. That's who okay. I think it'd that, be that, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean that would be yeah. awesome. Um Jack linebacker. We've all obviously got Joseph Phillips yep. already. Um who else in your mind? Probably done there. Probably done there, but there's been a little bit of chatter that uh, Jamonta Waller may not be all the way uh, locked into Florida. So I don't know. Watch out there. I'm not going to put him in my class. You're not putting him there. Okay. I'm not going to put him in my class, but I'm not. I'm, I'm going to just say I got my eye on that one. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, linebacker. Yes. Linebacker is uh, one where, you know, we got DJ Barber already. And then. Uh, do you have do you have Auburn flipping Riddick, the Georgia commit? I as of right now, I, I do. And and the reason the main reason is it's not super off of intel or anything like that, anything behind the scenes, but like he's coming to Big Cat 
and he's announcing a decision on the 26th. Like if before Big Cat, before yeah. Big Cat. So like if you're going to announce a decision not to Auburn, I feel like you would not have committed to coming to Big Cat. Like told told multiple outlets. Like went out of your way to tell outlets. Like not people pursuing you. Like you told some people. You told some people like social media people before you even told right. you know the media outlets that you were coming. So. Uh, like I, I'm, I, I feel pretty good about that one. And then the, it's really intriguing the, the how they're going to round this thing out because you got two guys. I feel like that that both can are great players, Wyatt Simmons and Bradley Shaw. And is it like a who commits first type thing, or does like one is one rated higher than the other? I don't. Christian really Clemente know. on the show last week thinks Auburn takes all four, and, and there's people that have said they would take all four. I think. One, I think it's going to be hard to take all four because they all have really good offers, really good options to go places and not necessarily have to be part of I think sport. you can pitch playing time, though, because I think when you look at who all you're going to potentially lose after this year, there's there's reps. There's reps for grabs. The problem is you can't pitch like 100% starting reps. You got you to gotta pitch like a like – a, like a niche position to each one. You know what I mean? So, like, is there a I guy mean, that is there- – Like, you you're probably could tell Simmons and Shaw, you can tell them, like, well, Riddick, like, we're going to do different things with him. Like, we're going to, yeah. you know, that, that – He's going to play probably- edge. He's going to play middle. He's going, Yeah, he's going to play all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think anybody's pitching him, like, starting as a freshman, but their path to playing time here is going to be pretty clear. I think, you know, just hang around and get a little bit better each year. And you're starting as a redshirt sophomore a few years from now. Like, why not? Or maybe redshirt freshman. So that, yeah. Maybe. maybe, Depending on the timing works out. Yeah. And maybe there's some guys that could get on the field as true freshmen. But yeah, I still don't, I still don't think we take, I don't think we get all four. I think we get a mixture. I think we get uh, Riddick, Barber, and then one of Simmons and, uh, Shaw, but I think it's going to be Simmons. That's my guess. Is it's going to be Simmons? I think there's a there's a uh, there's a Hugh Freeze connection there, mm-hmm. and I think ultimately Wyatt Simmons ends up picking, and he may he may actually go pretty quick. He may go, you know, it could pop maybe before Big Cat Weekend or shortly yeah. thereafter. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, so we did D line linebacker. Uh, let's go corner here. Yeah. Um, and we've already got several. Corners and defensive backs committed. Jaden Lewis is committed. Um, there's another one. Yeah. Oh, Amon Lane. Amon Lane is committed currently yeah. as well. And so the next big one is, is Jalen Crawford. When could he possibly commit? He, or he's going to commit Saturday, right? Yeah, he announced and, Saturday at 3.30 that uh, he's he's popping then. Um, I think we like where we sit. And as Most right projections now, I, are Auburn, so we'll yeah. see. We'll As see. of right now, I'd put him. I'd put him in our class. Uh, I would pick Jalen Crawford. To Is that it for the corners? Those three. Hit. Corner? I, I'm not. I think you're gonna have. Here's the deal. I, you kind of got to put corners and safeties in the same category because I think there is a number of big guys they're going after that if. They get one and lose another. It could open a spot for for some for someone else, like a Jalewis Solomon, who could play corner. Um, and if you miss out on one of your big safeties, you could add him. So if he's one that to just keep keep in mind, as of right now, I'm not going to put him in my class. 
Uh, but he's one that could easily end up in it. So safeties, I think obviously you got Amon Lane, uh, Kinsley Faustin, uh, and then you're going to add Jane Lewis. And then, yeah, get, then we both are thinking Jalen Crawford. What other DBs are in your class? So you got Amon Lane, Kinsley Faustin are your safeties. And then I don't think there's any way Zach is not going to get one of the three big safeties that are coming in, uh, coming in on Big Cat Weekend. Zaquan Patterson. KJ Bolden and Jalen Hayward. Um, right now, I'm guessing I'm I'm probably going to go with uh, Zaquan Patterson. I think he's probably the one that you got the most uh, the most chance to land. Um, KJ Bolden's just going to be so hard to pull from view. He's he's got, playing A, right? Yeah, he would be playing if A. If you could pick I mean, any of them, it's KJ, right? Sure, sure. But I mean, you got the the quarterback his quarterback that just transferred in is like the number one quarterback in the whole wide world that's committed to georgia is his high yeah. school quarterback and there's several other buford kids i think that may be committed to georgia so that one's just going to be he's coming he's coming to big cat weekend so you know I, I don't put anything past anybody but if i'm just having to pick one i i'm, I'm probably going to go with zaquan and zaquan's a, i think zaquan's rated as a five star on a couple of sites so um yeah, that that's probably how I would round my class out. So I would have, I would have um, my DBs would be Lewis Croft, Lewis and Crawford at corner, uh, and then Lane, Faustin, and Patterson. And then if you happen to miss out on Patterson, does a Solomon work in, work back in uh, to being to being you know part of the mix? We'll we'll just have to see. But sure, I think that would be a solid class. I've done the class calculator on two four seven, and it comes out. To around you know ten you know eight or nine ten eleven somewhere right out of that was where where it would kind of land. I, I think, think we take that. I think we take that. Yeah, Almost. and we mentioned we mentioned Jalen Crawford will commit this Saturday. Um, most yep. people are predicting Auburn. Granted, we would have said that about Cam Coleman too. So we'll see. And then Bryce Kane got his fourth star according to on three. They updated their rankings, and he was one of the big risers. They put out a graphic, kind of giving him a shout out. So that's. That's great. Um, I imagine that will happen with two, four, seven, and rivals once they kind of re-roll and redo their their rankings. So sure, very fun stuff. Oh, yes, are yes. you you were? Is it, you mean comment on that? Yeah, or, you want to do your joke? Yeah, I mean on okay. three, we've always said on three has the best rankings, and we talked about Bryce Kane and. Uh, we liked him. We said he would eventually be a four-star, and we willed it into existence. The kid right. can play. The kid can play. At the Auburn camp, he was better. They said – and this is not copium. This is legitimate. They said he was the best player on the field with Cam Coleman in the field. So, take that yeah. for what it's worth. We, we did we did say that before the Cam Coleman stuff happened, but it definitely feels like copium to some extent. It, it's some. It may be yeah. some. It yeah. may be some. Yeah. Oh, well. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Auburn surprised me with who they're taking to SEC media days. Let's discuss in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to encourage you to join the Locked On Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. 
Charlie Five accompanying Hugh Freeze at SEC Media Days. Luke Deal, which I think is the least surprising of the three. I predicted him. That's the only one I got right. Really? Yeah. Elijah McAllister and Cam Stutz. Yep. The Cam Stutz one's wild to me. Wild. I'm it's- cool with it. And the more I talked to a few players afterwards, I was like, guys, I'm not going to lie. This surprised me. And apparently he's starting. So that makes me feel better about the situation. I just kind of never really penciled him in as a starter. I thought he was just going to kind of be a depth piece, but I was told by multiple players yesterday that he is a starter currently. So there you go. I kind of never, I never expect, I mean, honestly, I felt like Elijah McAllister may be the only person they take to media days. That guy is just so impressive. And they've already talked about like how he's a leader and like how mature he is. Uh, I, I kind of expect it. This, d- tell me, tell me if you, if you feel like this is the, this is the, I don't have to worry about anybody saying the wrong thing or being unable to answer a question group is, is what it is. This, this is a, you kind of feel like, you know, maybe there's going to be some people asking some stuff because they ha- maybe didn't get a chance to ask you about some of his stuff in the past and the, in, in his initial press conference, it's going to be a free for all. And then maybe you get, have to ask some players, some of the stuff too. And like, you, these are three guys that you have, Zero worries about how they're going to answer the question. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Elijah McAllister, when he spoke to us in the spring, I was like, I wanted to call him like, yes, sir. And stuff like that. Like, like yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Anything you say. Yes, sir. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't make my bed this morning, Elijah. I'm yeah, so sorry. Exactly. Um, so definitely Luke Deal. Totally. I mean, I think there's a lot of similarities between him and Shanker as far as like personality wise. Like they're going to be great locker room people and they're going to be super by the book and buttoned up, which is great. That's what you want at this. I don't know if I've heard Cam Stutz at a presser. I don't know if I've ever talked to him before, actually. Now that I think about it. I don't know that I've ever heard him speak, period. So there's that. I mean, maybe he doesn't talk a lot. Maybe that's why they're taking him. Yeah. What what, if you're (laughs) I mean it's gotta be a leadership thing, right? I mean, I'm shocked because we talked about this before. When you talk about leadership in that offensive line room, like he went to Tate Johnson so early and often. And so, I mean, part of me wants to say, okay, well, he's not going to take him unless he's like, you know, he's definitely a starter, but Luke Deal's not a starter. Like, he's not starting over Rivaldo. No. And like, and like how much lot, is he actually going to play? How where, where does he actually fit in this offense in general? I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, you can have multiple tight ends, but surely we're not going to run as much two tight end stuff as we did the last two years. I would be shocked. That would really, really surprise me if we ran as much as we did. So that's a little interesting. And then Elijah, like Elijah makes sense, but this is totally like the personality play because I mean, is he, he may be the third best edge on the roster by the the end of the season. Yep. And he's been, and and he hasn't even played a game yet. That's, that's another thing. Like I didn't think he would take a transfer. Yeah. He took a Like that's that, that to me speaks even more highly of Elijah that like you're going to Auburn media days and you haven't even played a game. Actually, hold on. I I think we've been a little disrespectful here. Let's call him Mr. McAllister, please. Mr. McAllister. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Mr. McAllister. I mean, you're, he, he hasn't even played a game at Auburn yet and you're taking him to 
essentially be the face of the program for the media kickoff for the season. I mean, that, that speaks volumes. Who would you, who was somebody you think would have been a, I don't want to say better, but like, who would you have rather? My prediction. Yeah. Daryl and I did our predictions last week or earlier this week. And we said, um, I said, Jason Jones, DJ James and Luke deal. Those are great. Those are great. Those are great. How did DJ James? I mean, you're talking possibly your highest draft pick. That's why I thought, and then also like he turned down the Senior Bowl and the NFL draft to come back. Yeah. I thought you give him a little nod. You could you could have been great with him or Nehemiah. They're both great interviews too. Um, mm -hmm. I've interviewed both of them. Like they're both fantastic. So I think both of them would have made sense. And like I'm not knocking the three that they had. I'm just surprised. I'm just genuinely yeah. shocked that, I think that those were the three. Yeah, I think but most. It makes sense. Like the they're all going to be. The, I can tell you the answer of everything they're going to say, like right now. And yeah. it's kind of interesting because normally when you come out, you're like, okay, this is the storyline for each of them. And there's really not one. Like there's really not a clear storyline with these three players. And maybe that was strategic. I don't know. But I mean, there's just not a whole lot of like compelling, like advancing a story type thing that we typically have um, going into media days. It's just we not really there. Hugh said he has lists. He has he has his list. So, I mean, for however you get on these lists or or, or whatever the the value is of them, the, clearly these guys are at the top of them. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and I mean, and we'll speculate like what's the biggest storylines with each guy is as we get closer. Because I really like, actually, like they're not super obvious. But I guess with Cam Stutz is all right. You're you've you've been here a hot minute, and then like assuming you're a starter, all the guys next to you like weren't here last year. So, like, what's that like? I'm sure that's part of the, you know, I, I mean, we could probably get some good stuff about, you know, Wade and Britton, and I'm sure he's interacted with Muskrat and, you know, Jones and stuff like that. Deal. Um, Shanker leaves after breaking tied in records at Auburn. You bring a Rivaldo, you know, what's that dynamic been like? I guess that's the best angle for that interview. And then I, that's, that's a tough one for me. I, I mean, I'm I stretching know. it on that, right? Yeah, I don't really don't know what that because, like, I, again, like, I don't know where he's going to play. I, I think it's probably going to be like an H back role, maybe because you know, the, my, my boy is going to be just eating the middle up. Uh, is your boy Rivaldo? Rivaldo, yes, got it. You know, you know, I've been in love with that child since he committed, so uh, he is going to be a, a monster, and I just don't see Luke Deal taking a whole lot of snaps away from him. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Yeah, unless you just – two things would either have to – like, for that to happen, you either have to run two tight end sets, which I don't think you're going to see a lot of. Yeah, I don't either. Or you put Rivaldo like a big slot type thing, which that could happen. That wouldn't sure. that wouldn't shock me if you saw that. Um, And then I guess with Elijah – I'm sorry, Mr. McAllister. Mr. McAllister. I guess you would just ask him, like – one, you can ask about Keldrick, right? Yeah. Um. Or, all right, you're coming in to join Hugh Freeze. Like, what did you see? What was the vision that he kind of pitched to you in your last year? I guess that's I guess that's it. Well, I mean, and he's another one that you could probably feel pretty confident can break down, give you a very a good idea of what the defense is going to look like. And he's probably yeah. memorized the playbook back and forth and and understands the schemes of it and things like that. Cause I think this guy could easily be a football coach. Uh, I, I don't know that that's what he wants to be, but um, just that type of that type of guy. Uh, answer. He's impressive, and 
he had something over the weekend. He's got a nonprofit that he started and yeah. he had a big event, football related event to, you know, I, I I'm unfamiliar with it. I'll definitely be familiar with it by the time he speaks at media days. Cause th- you got to ask him about it, but, um, that's yeah, impressive. I mean, he's done a lot at, you know, to still be in school. So props to Mr. McAllister. So once again, like all three of these make sense. I just, that's just not the direction I thought it was going to go. That's just, that's it. So cool. Congrats to these guys though. I mean, I think, I think all of them will represent Auburn. Well, for sure. Oh yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Who, who would your three, if you would have had to, if you had to guess beforehand, who would you have said? I definitely would have had Jason Jones in there and DJ James. I, and I probably, you know, I know we haven't touched on it, but I probably would have had Jarquez Hunter in there. Um, but I don't know. There's some stuff that transpired that maybe you can't, not quite can do that yet. But that, I, after that happened, I don't really, I didn't really have a good third. Um, but those two for sure. I had Jason Jones and, and DJ James. And after that, well, I'm a little surprised it's two on offense because when Daryl and I were talking, all the defensive guys, like you can make a little bit more of an argument for because they've been here. Because we had this conversation assuming he wouldn't take a transfer. And so, I mean, there was just a bunch of defensive guys that made sense, ranging from Jason to, I mean, heck, I mean, you could even take, you know, a Cam Riley or a Wesley Steiner. I mean, I think they would have represented Auburn well, too. Um, the offense was tricky because we didn't think it'd be any offensive linemen except for maybe Tate Johnson. I just, Cam wasn't on my radar. He just yeah. wasn't. Um, no. and so I went with Luke Deal just because I don't think it would be a receiver and the whole offensive line is transfers. New, and yeah. I don't think they're going to take a quarterback in this situation. So I went with Luke Deal almost by default. It's, f- it's fair. Fair, yeah. fair, so. fair pick. I, I just wasn't sure on who that third one was going to be. Yep. And it turns yep. out I got none right. Uh, that's right. I, I went one for three. Normally I get two of them, but whatever. All right, Charlie Five. How can people check out everything you've got going on? Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. You can find me in the Locked On Auburn message uh, Discord every single day. Auburn Live, the corner message board, or weekly on the Dab by Golf Pod. You can follow me on socials at Z Blackerby and read all my written work at AuburnDaily.com. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here. Listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.